Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Today, I want to read a post called, I don't think I love my husband anymore because of his depression. I feel like there is a bit of backstory to our lives to bear with us. I really need to get this out and I don't want to admit this to my friends or family until I decide if I want a divorce or not. We, a 30 year old male and female, have been together for six-ish years and married for one and a half years. Shortly after our wedding, he started suffering from depression varying in degrees. Sometimes not that bad, but other times can't get out of bed bad. We both come from abusive and messed up childhoods. We have both gone through depressions before, but only I've ever seen a counsellor to deal with work through my childhood trauma. He has benefits to go, but has never agreed to go. He was self-medicating with alcohol and became alcohol dependent. With the help of AA, he is now sober, though he has had slip-ups over the years. So, for the last few months, his depression has been really bad. I've given him the counsellor information, and it is well covered by our benefits, but I can't make him go. Our sex life is non-existent, because neither of us feel very intimate with each other right now. He is depressed, and that means he isn't pulling his weight when it comes to chores and responsibilities. I'm also working full-time and in university part-time, so having to take on his duties is driving me into the ground physically and mentally. My husband broke down last night and said he was having suicidal thoughts. I dialed our local suicide line and put him on the phone. He was sobbing and talking to them and I just didn't feel anything. That's when I realized I didn't love him anymore. I feel like a shitty person when thinking about leaving. I did love him immensely, but it feels like that person I loved is already dead and I'm just stuck with this useless guy in his body. I'm struggling with coming to terms with if he might come back or if I should leave and guilt over thinking that I could leave. I have put so much work into healing myself from my own scars of abuse, and I look at him just starting his road. I'm not sure I have the strength to travel that with him. Okay, so this one is pretty heavy. Uh, it's quite intense. I'll, I'll take a short break, and then we'll get into the analysis. So naturally, the most important thing to discuss here is her decision whether or not to leave him, you know, to get that divorce. But I'll save that discussion for the end. Let's start by discussing some of the minor points. I think something needs to be stated from the outset that in order for us to look at this situation objectively, we need to first begin with a consideration of what role gender is playing in this situation. I know that there will always be some extreme black pill people who will look at this situation and instantly condemn the woman, saying that she took marriage vows to be with him through sickness and health, and the fact that she's considering leaving him is just another sign of female superficiality and shallowness. If you're one of those people, I ask if you would feel compassion if the gender roles were reversed. So imagine that a man was working full-time at a job and studying part-time at a university, and that man had worked hard to overcome his emotional trauma and childhood abuse issues, and he was with a partner who was depressed and not seeking any help about it. I have male friends who have been with women who had depression, and they combine that depression with an extreme sense of entitlement, expecting the man to provide for them emotionally and financially, while they made no effort to change or contribute. In those situations, when I saw how toxic the dynamic was, it was easy for me to support my friend's decision to leave those women. My point is, is that while there are some ways in which this situation is gender specific, it's also just about two people and their moral obligations to each other. You could make the argument that men are used to being the responsible ones in a relationship, taking care of things financially and emotionally, being the calm and dependable one, and that a man wouldn't consider leaving his wife if she was experiencing a few difficulties. Well, sometimes that's true and sometimes that's not. There are men out there who are extremely loyal and would never leave their wives when things got difficult, but there are also men that would abandon their partners over far less. 
Every man is different. So is this woman just lazy and entitled and doesn't want to put up with a man who's not actively working to support her needs? Or is there more to this situation? Let's start looking at the specifics of their relationship. She mentions that she too has had childhood trauma and depression to work through. And at first glance, it would seem obvious that she would be extremely empathetic to what he's going through because she's had first-hand experience. That's not what's happening though. Even as he's opening up about his feelings, expressing thoughts of suicide and sobbing on the telephone, she says that she feels nothing. She even said that she didn't love him anymore. Now that's pretty heavy, and it sounds like this realization even shocked her. She was surprised by her own lack of feelings. So what's going on here? Where did her love go? Well, if you were to take a hardline red pill perspective, you would say that women only love men so long as the men are providing something for them. And so as soon as he stopped contributing to her life, her feelings of love just faded away. I don't want to completely discount this as a factor. I've certainly seen enough real-life relationships where women shamelessly abandon men once things get difficult to know that this is a real thing. My guess is that this selfish love phenomena certainly is playing a part in her current mindset, but to say that it would be the only motivating factor would be to oversimplify the situation. The truth is always more complicated and often involves multiple factors. Here, we need to acknowledge that shutting down one's feelings is a common psychological coping mechanism. Sometimes, when you strongly love or care about somebody who's not seeking help or hurting themselves, you need to create some distance emotionally and often physically from that person just to protect yourself. You see this all of the time with friends and family members of drug addicts when they struggle watching somebody that they care about engage in self-destructive behavior they need to create some distance. If she's had a long and painful struggle to overcome her own personal demons, then watching him just surrender to his might be too painful for her to watch. So when she says, I don't love him anymore, I don't think that's an accurate statement. I think that she probably still has very strong feelings for this guy, but has temporarily needed to shut them down because it's been too painful for her to keep those feelings alive. However, from reading her account, it's not obvious to me that this guy doesn't want to receive help. She mentions that he used alcohol to self-medicate, but with the help of Alcoholics Anonymous, he managed to get sober. That's no small feat. Overcoming an addiction like that takes a lot of hard work and courage. To me, the fact that he became sober is evidence that he is willing to change and that he's capable of healing his demons. The fact that he was able to open up about his suicidal thoughts and speak to somebody on the phone is also evidence of his capacity for change. While we don't know the day-to-day -day activities of this man, the picture that she paints of somebody who's completely unwilling and incapable of change doesn't sound entirely accurate to me. It begs the question, are we being told the whole story here? Perhaps there are other relevant details that factor into her consideration about getting a divorce that she's not sharing. Is there another man in the picture? Is she bored with married life and after six years with this guy wants to see what it's like to explore other relationships? Does she resent having to support him financially and would rather just be by herself or maybe with a guy who makes more money than she does? These are only questions. I'm not making accusations because there's no evidence. It could well be that the reasons she states for why she's considering a divorce are entirely accurate. However, I think we would be foolish to discount the possibility that there's more going on here. Certainly, if I was her friend and she was telling me all of this, I would be asking a lot more probing questions to see if there's more to the story. It could well be that she thinks that his depression is the most morally acceptable reason she has for considering a divorce, and so she's just focusing on that. If that was the case, then it's likely that she posted this confession on the internet because she's looking for other people to agree with her, 
to make it easier for her to rationalize her plans of leaving him. Or, like I said, the issue could be exactly as she's presented it, and she's genuinely confused about her feelings and her relationship, and this confession that she's posted is a sincere attempt to get help from other people. There is evidence to suggest that that is the case. It's not like she doesn't want her partner to get better, she's been actively promoting the idea of him going to therapy, which in his case I think would be a really good idea. Even if he doesn't see a counsellor, I think it's still a really good idea for her to see a professional to help her deal with this situation. Living with somebody who has depression can take a huge emotional toll, and you need to develop some strategies to help you cope. When you're feeling overwhelmed, your initial response is often to just run away. This is too hard, life is too difficult, I just want to get out of here, I just want to divorce my husband. Seeing a professional therapist can help you not feel so overwhelmed. It's somebody who's on your side and who's there to help meet your emotional needs. Perhaps in an ideal world, this woman is superwoman, and she has the ability to handle her partner's depression and meet all of his emotional needs with complete ease. That's not reality though. We often look to our romantic partners to solve all of our problems, as if they're these godlike beings with divine powers, but they're not. They're human, and they're imperfect and broken, just like us. Everyone's capacity for love has a limit. This woman's worked hard to overcome her issues of emotional trauma and childhood abuse. Her grip on inner peace and calm is probably not that solid, and potentially it's quite frightening for her to be around her partner, as she could feel like it's undermining the foundation of her well-being. The harsh truth is that she might not be a psychologically developed enough person to be able to handle this. This doesn't make her evil. It just means that in her personal evolution, she hasn't yet developed the necessary empathy to be able to be there for somebody in crisis. What's especially tragic about all of this is that in all likelihood, he didn't feel safe enough to admit the depth of his depression until after they got married. This sort of thing is quite common. Someone is scared to admit just how deep their unhappiness goes, out of fear that if they reveal too much, their partner will get scared and leave them. So they wait until they feel secure in the relationship until something like marriage, before they allow themselves to truly open up. So this couple is married for one and a half years, and he finally feels safe enough and secure in the relationship to admit that he has suicidal thoughts, and now she wants to leave him. If she does go for a divorce, the effect that it will have on him is probably going to be extremely negative. It'll reinforce his beliefs that it's not safe to open up about your feelings, and will further entrench his patterns of denial and repression. What's worse is that if he is actually feeling suicidal, then something like this could tip him over the edge. This is a very delicate situation and there's a lot at stake. So now I want to turn the discussion to the question of whether or not she should divorce him. There's a lot to talk about there, so I'll take a short break and then we'll get into it. Okay, so he's obviously feeling depressed, but the important question to ask when considering whether or not she's right to seek a divorce is whether or not he's also feeling entitled. Does he feel entitled to her emotional and financial support? Does he feel entitled to not contribute to the household chores and responsibilities? People can experience depression in two very different ways. Some people feel guilty about the impact that their depression has on the people that they love, and so they make every effort to improve themselves, to change, to get out of it, because they don't want to see their depression ruin the lives of the people who care about them. Other people take a much more selfish approach, they think, well, I'm depressed, and so it's other people's duty to take care of me. They believe that their depression gives them the right to the support of other people, and they have no difficulty exploiting the generosity of others. I don't think that this woman has given us enough evidence to say with certainty which type of depression her husband is experiencing. I think that it's a positive sign that he was able to open up about his suicidal thoughts, 
and that he was willing to speak to somebody over the phone? I really hope that he takes the next step and actually speaks to a professional counsellor. One of the difficulties with this is that if he's feeling extremely vulnerable, he might be interpreting her suggestion that he see a therapist as a personal rejection. He may think, I'm opening up to you, I'm sharing my feelings with you, and it feels as though you just want to push me off to somebody else. To a certain degree, these feelings are understandable, but it goes back to what we talked about earlier, that your partner isn't a superhero who can fix absolutely everything for you. She may be saying, I think you need to see a professional therapist because I'm not equipped to help with something this serious. I'm also feeling completely overwhelmed myself. That's totally valid. So now the question is, does he want to change? Is he ready to put in the necessary self-work to overcome his depression? Or is that simply beyond his reach at this moment? The harsh truth is that you can't help somebody who isn't ready to help themselves. Just like a drug addict who isn't ready to give up their addiction, if someone isn't ready to confront their childhood trauma, you can't force them. If somebody is willing to get help, then that's fantastic news for your relationship. It will be easier and easier for you to be there for them because you can see genuine progress being made as they're showing the courage and sincerity necessary to overcome these difficult issues. However, if they're not ready to confront their demons, it's probably wise to seek a little bit of distance. It doesn't need to be a divorce, it could be something more like a trial separation. She could make it clear that she's ready and available to be there for him the moment that he decides that he's ready to seek help. But that in the meantime, if she was to help him just prop up his patterns of avoidance and repression, it's not healthy for either of them. In fact, it's codependence. Perhaps even just admitting to herself how difficult this has all been for her will help her come to terms with her own feelings and relieve some of that pressure. On top of that, if she's honest with him, then hearing how his actions have been impacting her might inspire him to start making some changes. Like with interventions with addicts, if you sit down with somebody and explain to them in detail how their behaviour has been impacting on you, if they're a generally quite empathetic person, it will get through and it will inspire them to seek help. So there you have it. There are no easy answers in a situation like this. Traumatic childhood experiences can be very difficult to overcome and far beyond the grasp of our romantic partners to fix for us. While considering a divorce after only one and a half years of being married is obviously not an ideal situation, I wouldn't be too quick to heap blame on either party. Assigning fault to just one person is a quick and easy way to relieve the pressure of a situation and make you feel more in control, but it's an intellectual cop-out. Sometimes there are just horrible situations that are nobody's fault. Life is just difficult. The best thing that we can do is empathise with the suffering of others and work in good faith to help each other through the difficult times. So that's all I have to say on this matter. I'd be curious to hear what you think. Please leave a comment below letting us know what you thought about this situation. Also, be sure to like the video, and if you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you have a question for me, or you'd like me to do a video commenting on a situation, then just hit me up through my Patreon page. There's a link in the description box below. I want to thank you so much for watching, and I'll catch you again next time.